Hello, everyone. It's Mario from Doncaster here. I've had a worse week than my good friend Elbow up in Canberra. And in my misery and dejection, I'm joined by my good friend Big Wazza from, from the Roadhouse. How are you, Big Wazza? Well, mate, I'm as flat as uh, Elbow's speeches. I'm as flat as a pancake. And I'm as flat as you, Mario, because both our teams are just absolute pretenders who are not going to do anything this year. So let's just wrap it up. Well, mate... Who do you think's had a worse week, me or Elbow? What do you Elbow. think? Elbow, Elbow, comfortably. I mean, oh, gee, that's saying something, isn't it? Yeah, comfortably, comfortably. I know things are tough at the petrol station. I know things are sometimes tough in Cubicle Three, and obviously tough to watch the uh, the Ferals get beaten by West Horsham, which was an amazing upset. Let's be honest, but uh, oh. usurped today by the Dingley Dorks beating my blokes. I mean, fair dinkum. Um, so, but I think Elbow's got the measure because you just can't get up there with all the uh, hippies up at Blues Fest and get up there to try and intro G- Jimmy Barnes and expect to get a good result. And uh, didn't go well for the poor bugger. I, anyway. I did invite you, I didn't invite you on his program to become a bag a bag man for the Murdoch Press. Okay, so please keep your oh, fascist sorry, tendencies. Sorry, the last time I your checked, you tendencies it up. To <laughs> Uncle Dave Savers, how are you this week, Uncle Dave? <laughs> I'm very very well, thank you, Mario. Hello, Big Was. Hello, Dave. Uh, and welcome to another week of football. Uh, fantastic weekend it was. I really enjoyed it. But yeah, yeah, I wonder why. All right, Dave. Let's since since you're so buoyant, let's turn the turn the turn it to your good self. The good, the bad, and the Mars bar from the pool. Well, the good was is really really clear. The good was oh. the crows over your Bob Mario. <laughs> Camry, can we call the, them the Camry crows? We can call them whatever you choose. They are <laughs> dominating the city of churches. They are and dominating the crows. <laughs> they are dominating, and 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 I've got really strong concerns for uh, Hardwick and his Wang. I think uh, it's really done incredible damage down there uh, at your mob at Tigerland. So He's definitely, snake. and, and yeah, so that is so correspondingly, um, that's the bad. And I think the ugly goes to our friends at Essendon. They are just oh. they are decrepit at the moment, and they had all sorts of promise at the start of the year. Learned scribes were talking them up, um, and they've started horribly. So yes, they are the ugly. Uncle Dave, I was speaking to the godfather of the Albanian mafia who's joined us, and I urged him to watch the third quarter of Essendon versus Fremantle. It is more demon-esque than everything, anything served up by the Melbourne Shemans before 2021. They gave up like the British in Singapore. It is literally a disgrace. Third quarter, Essendon versus Freo. Now, we all wonder where Dusty is these days. I'm going to turn, let's give the microphone to the godfather of the Albanian mafia. Ali, have you spotted Dusty down at North at uh, Knife Point Shopping Centre? Well, in short, I have. He's a broken man, Mario. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. He's just, you know, I, he's just a broken man. I don't know what the reason is, you know. Um, West, West Horsham dominance is to that, too. Well, it could, but I would more say that... Um, he probably used to own the trouser snake and Hardwick now taking it off him has um, put him into a bit of despair. So, Ali, you, ma- you, you must be on top of the world at the moment. The good, the bad, and the Mars bar from the pool, please. Oh, well, the good. Well, obviously, the good was our boys. A great win against the uh, the retirement Handbaggers. Village. Yeah, the, the handbag retirement village. <laughs> so that, that, that was great. 
My my loser for the weekend is Essendon. Yeah. They they, they just, you know, know, all all we need, Mario, is for them to lose by 120, 130 points. Thumping is what they need. And, you know, they can um, uh, go and get get into that group. And my CMR, well, my CMR, where do I, um, you know, my CMR really is Joel Duckwood. For the first time in his career, he's actually given away more free kicks than he's received. Oh, <laughs> wow, well, there we go. And I think it's about time. It's just say that Father Time's caught up with you, um, Mr. Duckwood. You're not getting the free – you're not getting those free kicks anymore. I think it's time that you hang up your Guernsey like they do in the basketball, retire the number or whatever it is. That number 14 it's always been a crap number down there at the handbaggery, and I think it's time for you to go. You need to rebuild. If you don't rebuild, there'll be you know you had what a forty year wait before your your premierships in sixty three and then two thousand and seven. Well, it's going to be even longer if you don't start. Thank you for that, Ali. Now we we now turn to Big Wazza, the man who idolises Elbow. So, mate, what's the good, the good, the bad, and the Mars bar, please, from your perspective this week? Oh, I'll just wake up from uh, Alia's just snore fest of uh, uh, potting the cats twice, but I can't. Uh, I don't have an answer because we were garbage. But um, look, the winner, <laughs> the winner is uh, ScoMo this week uh, because <laughs> the un, the unwinnable election for ScoMo has now been brought back to life. I'm very excited about it. Have you ever seen a man car crash more often than Elbow? <laughs> Topped off by the Blues Fest uh, speech. Magnificent. I'm agog with anticipation for the next five weeks. I just can't wait to see Elbow just steer the ship straight back into the pier like um, Tit Shorten did a few uh, the last election. Um, So we'll take the win there. Um, The loser, very easily, I mean, Geelong, I mean, fair dinkum. I mean, you cannot lose to the Dingley Dorks. You've got uh, Superman's son in there who was just dominating in the ruck, goes down. So, I mean, look, fair to say it evened up the contest because, but neither team had a ruckman because we've got Reese Stanley. Um, I mean, just horrible, absolutely horrible. Um, football died today, let's be honest. The season's stuffed. The umpire's garbage for both teams. I mean, the standing, the no waving, the no talking, the, you just can't do anything. It's like netball, it's outrageous. Um, and then uh, the CMR, well, that's easy as well. Chris Scott. How on earth do you think that you're going to say, I saw Duckwood's speech. He's going, okay, guys, let's start fast. And then he goes and sits on the bench with a 100-gamer Parfit, who's our best midfielder. And then we sit there and watch the dog kick three goals without even touching the pill. I mean, it's outrageous. So, Chris Scott, get stuffed. That was just garbage. You got outcoached by the grub. So, ship off. And after that rant, I'm going to turn to another voice we've got, got, got here. Now, you, you might be aware that 2,000 years ago, Jesus was reputed to have sweated blood in the garden in the Gethsemane. When Carlton was 50 points up and down to three points up, I think, Jason, you were sweating as well, and you might have been sweating blood equally. What do you think? What happened? Oh, I was, and it was uh, 
very exciting though to be there because throughout <laughs> the whole throughout the whole experience, I knew that we we were just setting ourselves up for a victory, and then we're going to cruise and uh, through to victory in the second half. We're peak. We're going we're gonna to peak at the right time. Now's not the right time. You know, round two, three, four, and five. This is not the right time. We're going to be. We're going to just get oh, through the go. early early rounds, oh. and then we're going to we're going to peak at the right oh. time at the very end. Um, at, at which time um, we'll take on the demons and anyone else that's pretending to take us on, and uh, we'll show the AFL what exactly what we're made of. So is that the good? Is that the bad? Or is that the, the cockpit role? Oh well, I'll, I'd like to say oh, that, the, three. That, that the well, no, the good. Let me, let me. <laughs> the good was Charlie Kerno. How good is he? He's oh. uh, already, well, I think, around third uh, in the common medal. What, what a wonderful, what a wonderful forward <laughs> he, he is. Dumb shit. Um, <laughs> the loser, well, the the loser has to be the um the. AFL and the umpires and yes, the, yeah, they are the losers for this this week. Um, they were gifted the, the Dingley Dorks, the cheats, whatever you want to call them, were gifted a victory today to be due oh. to the inconsistent um uh, umpiring from um umpiring, and so yeah, I'll say that those guys are the the, uh, the losers for this week. And as for the sausage roll, whatever you want to call it, well, I think I'd like to give that to the Dingley Dorks. I know they won. Oh. Another one, oh. but but how could you win under those circumstances? Surely, surely you, you come forward and you say something about the the, the poor umpiring that that led to the um the outcome of today's game. Terrible. They deserve it, and they should and they should come forward and they should say something about the umpiring because Jace, they, Jace, but for the umpiring on, they would have won. I think if you look on balance, though, I think Geelong have had a couple of weeks now with uh, the Brisbane game and the game oh. last week. Where there's uh, the favours have gone their way, so if there was a Palmer, uh, a slight imposition to them, we never get the rubber the green. Never get the rubber the green. We are well always... and truly G today, and and to be frank, I didn't see it the same way. I thought it was umpired well, pretty even contest, pretty good game of footy to be frank. But I'm very very pleased that uh, the hacks were winners. Very pleased for uh, Jason the godfather of the Albanian mafia, and things are right. quiet and happy at the second floor of Knife Point Shopping Centre, and the basement as well. Don't you worry. All but, the way so down. guys, my from my perspective, the good the good was clearly the Melbourne Demons. It's like Little Red Riding Hood, oh. knock knock yeah. knock, come yeah. out little piggies. Oh. I yeah. say that with no pleasure, and we're going to take yeah. care of those humans next week. The losers were clearly Essendon. Everyone's pumping up their toes. That third quarter is a national disgrace. And the winner of the cockmead role has got to be my friend, Elbow. <laughs> I have yet to see it. This is like they, they say in terms of self-crucifixions, it's the last nail that, that, that actually distinguishes the amateurs from the pros. And he's pumping in that last nail at Easter. Good on you, Elbow. You are just, I'm just astounded that you, you are such a plotter. And I don't use that word lightly. Guys, what else? What else? What other observations have you made in round five as Requiem? What else? Alia? Well, it's it's the blue baggers. Oh. You know, they're on no my, my they it, it's just great to see that the supporters are so up. Not realising, you know, they gave the Hawthorne a forty you know, they they led by forty something points against the Hawks and just scrambled over the line. And then against the West Horsham handbaggers, fifty points. Mm. They should have lost that game. Mm. But it's great because the supporters don't you know, wins the wins don't gloss over the 
the cracks. And it's only a matter of time when this weekend, when they take on Dave's Fremantle Shockers. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, the game's not on at Sunday. I don't know what time is it on, but I think it's not on at Sunday 4.40 where it should be. But, um, you know, to me, they just um, – they're not as good as what they think they they are, you know. You know, we we talked about you know the triple peats of you know. I mean, the Carlton supporters. This is how up and about they were. We talk about Brisbane two thousand and one to two thousand and three. We talked about Hawthorne two thousand thirteen to two thousand and fifteen, and we talked about the your mob there, Mario two thousand and seventeen to two thousand and twenty, winning three out of four. And what do the Blues talk about? Rounds one to three. <laughs> Now, Uncle Dave, what about all your no-namers this week? Who's really stepped forward and made a statement? Well, I'm glad I'm glad Alia mentioned Freo because uh, they're now second on the ladder and dominated. Melbourne are clearly the best team, but Freo are clearly the second best. Uh, oh, soft and, draw. Soft and, draw. Uh, and no one can get near them. Soft uh, draw. I mean, if you look at the, the big name, Mitch, Mitch Crowden, Luke Ryan, Darcy Taco, <laughs> Will Brody, Lloyd Meek. Alex Pierce Lloyd down Mick. back. Who are these uh, people? <laughs> you stop making up shit, David. Seriously. Yeah, like, we just Justin Longmuir. Justin Longmuir, a uh, well, well-credentialed coach um, out of Collingwood, a uh, couple of years <laughs> under Buckley and now over at Frio. It's just pulling the reins the right way. And Frio at second on the ladder. Yeah, I'll concede that uh, Mario, Melbourne are playing it. on a different level. Dave, Dave you've got to get a grip on reality, everyone, here, please. Everyone, just look out. Stand by. Here come the Frio Dockers. Dave, would, would, would anybody here swap their team for the West Coast Eagles list? No. You, you, you might swap your emergencies for their best. That's about all. But uh, unfortunately, the the, Frios, uh, the West Coast Warehouse, I mentioned this earlier, they're just sending them all under the knife, playing the waffle kids, getting some. They've, they've written off season. They're looking at uh, 2023. There's only one Westwood. player I'd take from the West Coast Eagles. Kennedy. 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 Warwick, would you change the handbags for the West Coast Eagles list? How, 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 um, that's an abomination, Mario. How dare you? How dare you? Come at me with a stupid question like that. They're all under 30. You can't. How dare you? <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't take the uh, Perth players uh, in a pig fit. No way, no. We've had a rough day. It's been a long weekend because the Sharkies copped it up the Kyber as well from the Melbourne I'm not. I'm not happy about football at the moment. My only joy at the moment is watching Albo fall on his sword <laughs> every moment that he turns his face onto the TV. But I, I just want to put this out there. I, I'm just not happy with the game. I'm not happy with the game generally. It's, I'm finding it difficult to watch. I'm not going to lie. I'm not excited about it. The contest, I mean, we started off the week with horrible, horrible games on Good Friday. Just disgraceful. That's always the case of Good football. Friday. Then we had, to, I mean, the, is there one game that we can actually sit there and just go, wowie, that was an absolute belter? Yeah, I, I can't name one. I can't name this one. Afternoon I can't one. name one. Right, well, what, the afternoon because the umpires got involved for both teams. No, the umpires I mean, that, have to get involved. 50, they're, they're that 50 for Spud Gun was a disgrace one. because people put their arms out like a hill's hoist and some umpires pay it. Some don't do it. Someone has a little bit of a chirp. They don't do it. Someone runs around the mark. Someone gets a 50. Someone doesn't get it. It's just crap at the moment. You got I'm sorry. Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Dave, you, you, 
Uncle let me, Dave, you let me add Uncle some Dave, balance Uncle, from, let me add Dave, some balance watched, from the Uncle, outside. Uncle Dave, you watch all the shit matches. Was there anything worth <laughs> by watching this week? Well, well, let me add some balance to the. I, I think the bookends of this week, the very first game of the round, Brisbane Collingwood, was a great game. And I think yes. Hawthorne Geelong today was a great game. So I think it's uh, disingenuous to say that uh, there were no good games during the week. Um, I think Port Adelaide almost running over Carlton, who uh, put the anchor down very, very early. Oh. Um, I think, what about uh, the Aints? I think, what about I think the that Aints? was an exciting game. And the Aints are up as well uh, over, over the Gold Coast. I thought that was a very good game of footy. <laughs> um, I, I think if Ben <laughs> King was playing for the Gold Coast, it would have been even more even. But... Uh, Look, I, I think uh, you, you've got to be a bit more sunny side up, I think, was. I'm Thank sorry, you, Dave. Uncle. I'm very sorry. But at the moment, it's just the goal kicking across the board is horrific. I mean, some of the kicking, I mean, let's just get started on uh, the cheats, um, Big Mackay. I mean, one of the worst kicks <laughs> you've ever seen in your life. You've got blokes missing the sticks from 40 metres 40 meters away from the point post. Even today, Sicily's 20 metres out and kicks a point. I mean, it's just... The goal kicking is horrible. My guys are the, one of the worst in the competition, so they lost it themselves. As much as it's great to have Jason's support today, uh, Geelong was garbage. The Dorks deserve to win that. They were far better, far hungrier across the board. But the quality of the games at the moment, it's just I just find it very cumbersome to sit there and watch a whole game at the moment. No, I don't know about you, know, you why, but why? I cannot sit there and Alia, watch a game and watch it from the start no, to the final. boring. Because- because you've stopped the crab. The cats have stopped their crab compared to previous years, and you're just not used to it anymore. You like to see the ding, ding, crab, crab. <laughs> oh, I just want to see goals. I just want to see goals. I don't want to see 17 behinds, 18 behinds, all these dipshits on 500 grand a year that can't put it through the big sticks. Nick, I, think, more than 500. I think you must have been watching uh, the Cronulla Sharks on uh, ScoMo's bus, I think. Was this? I weekend, did watch the Cronulla I don't, Sharks. I don't, don't think, you, I don't think you could have seen any of the games that we've seen. I think it's no. that all right, guys, let's get this get this game crack. back on turn. Let's get this talk back on. Five weeks ago, could anyone envisage that St Kilda would be sitting as high as they are in the top eight? Yes. What has happened? I did. No bullshit, you did. You you're rubbishing them. <laughs> no, I no. was all on. I'm on the king train. He's fantastic. But he who, have they, who have they beaten? I mean, we're not much. I mean, Gold Coast, they're mid-range side. Who are the other two teams that they? Um, they, they beat, you know, I mean, they beat your mob, Mario. They beat, beat Frio. They beat yeah, Frio. They beat, yeah, Frio, I mean, it, you know, and then your, mob, got, your, your mob at Marvel Stadium don't, you know, you, you guys know. can't travel outside of the, the MCU. So, so they haven't really been. I mean, you know, yeah, Frio, yeah, look, Frio going, going all right. I, I asked this one question, you know, as Dave's thinking that, you know, they're onto a bit of a, you know, you know a good path. Should Ed... Langdon of uh, stayed at Frio because do you think he could play at more premierships if he stayed at Frio or staying at or moving over to the Shemans? Shemans are looking good at the moment, are they? Well, no I don't think you're back against the Shemans. I think they're a level no. ahead, but uh, but no. they've got a big clash this week. At the, hang, hang on, hang on, they've got a big clash this week at the home of football, Manica Oval in the ACT, the home oh. of football. Uh, it's uh, St. Kilda <laughs> versus Giants on Friday, which uh, is an absolute block- blockbuster, and my eyes will be filled to it. And Toby, you'll be back as well. Thank goodness. Doing his kung fu stuff. Well, he's the only thing that's going to um, save Cameron, I would say. Can we just retrace our steps in there, Jason? You <laughs> must have been, Jason, you must have been shitting bricks. 
when Port Adelaide got so close. Another couple, two or three. You must have. You're a human being. You, you've I lost mean, the Jenny, Spotify code Jenny, of conduct, I think, Mario. Even Jenny Pratt would have been going bananas <laughs> in more ways than mine. Going the banana. After the first half, I thought, let's just put the queue in the rack. I've got, we've got this sorted out. And I thought, what am I going to do to pass my time for the second I don't know. I, your private life doesn't seem to no, be no, no yes, So I thought, you know what? I'll just get some dollar, some some uh, money, some notes, and I'll just get them, drag it in there out of the, a brown paper bag and just count them. And that's what I did. I just spent the rest of the, rest of the game counting money in, and uh, that I had hidden in, in brown paper bags uh, just to make sure that everything balances out. And uh, I passed my time that way, knowing full well that that, uh, that victory was going to be ours and that we're, we're going to be peaking at the right time. And then because it was a warm day, you went and watered the green cement, didn't you? That's what you did. Yeah, then, we, then I went out to the gardens, the Fitzroy yeah, Gardens. Yeah, checked and, on the uh, tomatoes and the cucumbers. And then I had made sure... on the lemon tree. And I made yeah. sure some of the green shoots were coming out and uh, that was yeah. nice healthy as well. <laughs> <laughs> Alia, turning, changing subjects. One of your great hatreds in life is the Eston Football Club. I know they're missing Stringer and Merritt. Are they that bad as what their their current form um, says that they are? Fair enough. Is anybody else want to answer that? I think. Anybody uh, who <laughs> else wants to answer the Eston? My question, Merritt. It sounds like Ali had some work to do at the back of the car park. Yeah, Ali was finishing someone off back there. He's just climbing into somebody. Someone hasn't paid their debt, so he wasn't particularly happy. It's Milosevic Motors again. I have now. Ali, tell me about Essendon. Ali, get close to the microphone. Tell me about Essendon. Oh, this is great! I'm like I said, I'm just waiting for the uh, seven thousand days before they win a final. And um, I don't want I don't want sentiment. I want thought here. What has happened to them? Oh no, they just you know it's it's one of those once every you know once every you know four or five years you you tend to um, outshine what you normally you know normally achieve, and then you know they they, they think they're um, on their on their way up. But you know you know I've been saying and I said it last year that they haven't got that great of a list and um, they're a bit overrated and. It was um, franked when Mick Malthouse said that they were going to win the flag. I mean, <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean, is that you know, is that the kiss of death or what? When Mick Malthouse says that you're going to win, we, we, you know, win the flag. I mean, he got it wrong at you know in 2012 with with um, Jason's mob. He's got it wrong here, and um, I just hope that you know he never um, in you know in his you know remaining lifetime you know picked that my boys one day will win the flag because when that does happen, we're looking at the first round drop. We're looking at the number one or the number two pick. The, Uncle Dave, the, Uncle, Uncle Dave, I'm sure you're up at Ballarat at the, the famous Mars Stadium watching the Western Fell Dogs up against wherever they were. Have the Western Fell Dogs recovered from the grand final? Are they better than what they were last year? Well, the test for the Western Fell Dogs will be playing Adelaide Crows this weekend, in fact, at Ballarat. Which is oh, exactly. uh, which is this yeah, weekend? So that's coming up. So you'll be there. You'll be there. Oh, absolutely, be there. I'll be there the night before. I'll be first in line in my sleeping bag, waking I'll up. I'll be up there on the school bus. Absolutely, I'll be nice and early. But you know, there's you know, there's there's lots to look forward to in this season. I mean, David Mundy is on 357 games, and the competition's a buzz about that. Who there's there's shit. there's a lot to be joyful about this season, and I won't. Have, I won't have, again, I don't care about sentiment. I want reasoning here. Are the Western Fail Dogs any better than what they were last year? No. no. Well, I'd say no. I said they've taken. I said they've taken a backward step. They've had a few players step forward, but not all of them. 
Um, and I barely Bruce. finished collecting 43 again on the weekend. <laughs> it was a pretty good I'll, effort. Sorry, I, 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 just a knock on the door. Was that a former Channel 7 commentator? G'day, Mario. Yes, God. it's me. I'm up and about because the Crows won. A lot of people don't know that I bank for West Horsham, <laughs> but I love them almost as much as I love Paddy Dangerfield. But the reason the doggies aren't going well is because they don't have my namesake. Bruce. They miss Bruce. I think once Bruce is down there in the Ford 50, look out with Norton. I think they'll come home with a wet sail. I'm looking forward to it. Delicious. Thank you, Bruce. Now, Jason, how would you rate Paddy Dow's game, by the way? Well, he, well, he didn't. Who? He didn't. <laughs> he didn't get any game time, unfortunately. <laughs> he didn't. He, okay. he didn't. He, he was the bench the start, but, but he didn't get on the ground. Um, thankfully, <laughs> he didn't have any injuries. Well, there was quite a few oranges to peel. There were. There were. But but um, while we're talking about that game, don't worry about Paddy Dow. He'll come. He'll come good. If not already, if not already, but uh, I just want to, I just want to publicly acknowledge uh, Mark Pitnett because he is our Who? most Mark Who? Pitnett, Mark Pitnett, he is our most valuable Margaret. player. Don't worry about Cripper uh, and all these guys. Without Margo. without him, uh, the 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 uh, structures tend to fall away. But Mark Pitnett is a brilliant player, and uh, I just want to publicly acknowledge him now that we now that he gave me that chance. Well. <laughs> We, we picked him Seriously, up. Seriously, what number we did, guys? We we picked him up as a Dingley Close Dork reject, and we and we converted oh. him into a into a very very valuable player. So we have to thank the Dingley Dorks for their bad mistake. Uh, we've taken advantage of that, and uh, now we've got ourselves a top line ruffman. He, I would say, he's a, he's a bit like our Brody uh, our Brody Grundy. A few weeks ago, we spoke about George George Hewitt too, uh, uh, Jason, and from down from Sydney, and you were you were a bit bit derisive about who the hell he was. So he had nine, <laughs> he had, he had nine, 19 contested possessions on the maybe, weekend, maybe you could uh, leading all covers. So I think uh, you should be pretty happy with that as a pickup. Yeah, no, he did. He stepped up. He was told to step up uh, in Cripper's uh, absence, and yes, he did really well. But uh, but uh, when we don't have a ruckman, um, uh, when Mark Pittnett's not in the game. Are not playing, then uh, our structures do fall away. We can replace Georgie Hewitt, but we can't replace Mark Pitt. I'll send you his footy card at Jeannie's address. <laughs> Thank you. Now, guys, we can talk about incompetence in ineptitude demon style. We can talk about incompetence in ineptitude saint style. But I'm wondering whether the what North is producing at the moment it actually makes them worse than the Shemans and the Aints at their very at their most horrible. What which VFL team would they beat at the moment? It's a very good VFL letter. I've got no idea. The, the Casey, Demon, Casey Demons are leading the VFL at the moment. I think Sandringham are about mid-table. Um, where where real... are the Northern Bullings? I, I... <laughs> <laughs> well, give, me, give, me, give, me 25, give me 25 seconds of research and I'll find out for you, uh, for you earlier. But, uh, yeah, I... I that they are genuinely a VFL team at best. Oh, I think it doesn't help when Cunnington's not playing. He's a he's a super important player to the way that they play in their structure. But um, I don't think it's as 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 bad as what as what it seems. They're just a young side, and young sides do that. They're up one week and they're um, you know shit for the next ten. So who knows? Mate, is there the one demon, player? Yeah, yeah. Is Sorry. there one? Is there one player you take from a, a North list? If you had to I take think, one, player. I think there's one player Carlton would take. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, there no, is no, one no. player Carlton would take, and that'll be Nick Larkey because he pummels Weedering every time he plays against him. He's a good so player. I <laughs> would take Nick Larkey. 
He's a good player. Good but is there anyone? Is there anyone on the list that you take from from North? Anyone? We take Brendan Harvey to, to the Northern Bullants, or what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Who are seventeenth of the ladder for, uh, for interest? Was would you exchange the handbagger list for North's list? Oh, what, 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 of course you would. The two young. No, guys, no, the no, this podcast has turned no. into mastermind. What's going on? I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. I'm I, I'm just trying to work out what what bloody bizarro world I'm living in, where I have to put up with the shemans on top of the ladder. I've got to put up with free elbow second. Elbow. Put up with the cheats, buddy. Just uh, elbow. Just getting up and about and just pitching wins out of their dairy ears. I mean, and you just put up with elbow. Who's got the worst list in the competition, apparently, who look like absolute world beers. I'll tell you who I would take. I would, I would take some of the West Horseshoe players over to the Cattery. I'll give you the tip because they, there is some absolute hard nuts. And I'll tell you the other bloke I would take is whoever is number 18 for Alia's bloke who came from the VFL and mid-draft who just absolutely poleaxed us in the first 10 minutes. I'd take him too. Who is he? he just, I don't know who Dave, he was. who is he? God, oh, give him that number. It's just <laughs> fantastic. Dave, who is he? Was it Doyle? I thrown it to me the question. No, it's 18. I, uh, I, give me a moment. This was Doyle. Yeah. Doyle. I'm just not sure I can continue to live in a world where the Shemans uh, are the next team that could be the possible dynasty. It was hard enough dealing with the Ferals. <laughs> it was unbearable when I had to deal with the Dorks. But I think the, I think the Shemans will tip me over the edge. I, I'm not sure... I'm when, not sure I can continue. When, you got to, when, uh, when, when's Carlton playing the, the, uh, the Demons, uh, the Sheemans? Round 22. Oh, like gosh, round 18 or round 22. We have to wait oh. forever. Oh, yeah. gosh. Elbow's been, waiting a long, Elbow's been waiting a long time, Warwick, hasn't he? Yeah, he's going to be waiting longer, too, after his last <laughs> week. I'll give you the tip. What do you, you what? think about Finn Callahan's <laughs> debut for D- GWS? <laughs> He played a blinder. So, gentlemen, on that note, <laughs> I'd like to thank you all for your contributions, however questionable some of them might be. Very loose tonight, very loose. And poor old Elbow. Any, you got any words of consolation for Elbow, anyone? Just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> just keep going. Just keep I, doing I just, what you're doing. I just hide in the cave for the next uh, four weeks. I suppose. No, I, Come I, out on I, the day. Who's the uh, who's the ventrilo- ventriloquist that does uh, what's his name? Um, you know, he, that's what they need. They need someone. David Strassman. Yeah, David Strassman or someone like that, or the one that does that. You know, what's that? Um, <laughs> used to be on the agro, agro. The guy that God, used to do agro. Oh, yeah, Jamie, Jamie Dunn. Yeah, Jason, yeah, yeah. Jason, you're concerned that the Murdoch bully boys are now beating up Elbow at every opportunity. <laughs> they don't have to do anything. I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I think he's uh, digging his own grave. He's going to contribute to to his. Mario, I'm very nervous. He's doing a very good job of it himself. Yeah, I'm very nervous that they're going to be sending a um a uh, an ambulance to him very shortly because the self mutilation that's going on with him at the moment has to stop. He just cannot keep there, just um, just, you know, just cutting himself at the He's moment. He's got no it's confidence. I, I cannot recall. Like jelly. I cannot recall a Labor leader being um being so bad. Um, uh, there've been a few. Yeah. There've been some shockers over the time, but I've this is this is the worst I've I've seen, and uh, it's making me consider whether or not Uncle Clive's going a, a serious consideration. 
I, 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 I'm a Labour guy myself, Jason. I, I voted for Mark Latham. I had to in 2004. Other than that, I voted for Labour. I just can't vote for Elmo. I just, I, he wobbles like jelly. He's asked simple questions. He's got no confidence whatsoever. He wobbles like so, so let's bring us back to football. Let's talk quick. No, fuck it. No, no, no. We're going, I've had enough of you guys. All right, now, piss off, guys. I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>